0: It is I, your host Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So, welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello loves, it is I, your favorite neighborhood lesbian, and today I'm back again with uh, the second podcast in the Winter Soldier Saga. I think that's what I'm going to be calling it. Um, And, uh, yeah... So today, I'm going to be focusing on the first Captain America movie, Captain America The First Avenger. I didn't realize that was its full title, I am so sorry. Um, And real quick before we get into this, if you haven't seen the previous episode, please go and listen to, at the very least, the introduction to that. The first, like, i say five to ten minutes or so, I don't know exactly how long it is, because it's going to be going over how exactly this series is going to work, what this series is about mainly, things like that. So, um, while this episode may technically be about the first Captain America movie, we are focusing on Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier. Um, So... This is much less of about the actual movie itself and more about the character. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, because I didn't get a chance to say this in the last episode, is that um, I will not be referencing any tie-in comics whatsoever, the original comics, um, anything like that, because one, I have very limited knowledge about any of that. I'm sorry, I am a movie geek, not a comic geek. Although, I do find the comics very interesting and love the many different art styles. I simply just do not possess any of them. Um, And while I think the history of Bucky Barnes and those is very interesting, I am not the person to talk to about it. Um, Unless you are teaching me, of course. Um, So yeah, I will not be talking about any sort of tie-in comics if there are those. Manga, anime stuff, you know, whatever. I haven't heard that there is stuff like this out there, but you just never know, so I am strictly talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the lovely MCU, and what we can witness through its movies. Um, I also understand that there may be a chance that I miss out on Bucky appearances due to the fact he has either seen so little in certain movies or shows or because of the fact it's only passing mention, So I'm most likely not going to be going over those movies or those mentions of him simply because I can't remember every single last thing about um, what I've seen through the MCU. So with that all out of the way, however, first I want to get out of the way my feelings about the movie itself. I know I said that this is not a plot summary or focus on the movie itself, but I do have a few things to share before we focus on the main character of this whole saga um simply because I feel like it. So number 1, I forgot this was actually a pretty good movie. Um originally upon seeing it, I think I was a little bit jaded about Captain America's, well, character. Um but having rewatched it again with a little bit of an open mind and heart, I actually really do like um Captain America. Uh before I, w- I um was a seething Captain America loather and a die-hard Iron Man fan. And while I still do love Iron Man with a burning passion, um, my heart is also opened up to Captain America's side of things. Um, so anything that I've said in the past through these podcasts or any other media about Captain America and my dislike of him, um, please um, take into account that pin- opinions change over time, and this is certainly one that did change. Uh, number two was that I actually found myself... Um, really uh really enjoying the movie just as a whole the action sequences um things like that I think originally I was bored because of the fact that I didn't like Captain America and was very set in my way of not liking Captain America so coming at it with fresh eyes and especially eyes of love at least towards Bucky Barnes um um I um I definitely found it to be more funny especially I thought there were no comedic moments apparently there's a lot of comedic moments especially between Bucky and Steve and I really liked it. Number three is the part where Bucky falls a bit of a minor spoiler here I'm sorry Um, but I truly believe that as of right now even with some of the best of the best technology um, CGI for falling just isn't good. Like, I don't think it's easy to capture falling in an organic way without somebody actually, you know, falling. Um, You know, I think it's hard for CGI to be animated, to capture that in any way without actually having the actor or actress fall. Um, So, yeah, Mm. you know, Um, that's just my personal opinion on that. I also do recognize that the movie was made in 2011. Um, I'm sure we've come at least a little bit farther in the CGI regarding that, but still, I, I I think it's just one of those things that needs a lot more time before we get it down. Um, so, yeah, and then speaking of that number four, I think, is this point number four? I don't even know anymore. Um, but either way, I'm going to call it number four. This was made in 2011. This was a little over ten years ago. My goodness. Um, and then I think point number five is that this movie actually yielded a lot more than I thought it would. This isn't going to be a super long podcast for sure. Um, this definitely is not a Bucky-centric story, although he does have some good moments. Um, but, um, it, it, it helps a lot with explaining the Hydra side of things, which I didn't think I would need to talk about in too much detail, but now I feel like I should. So... Anyways, now that we've talked about my general feelings about the movie, I would say it's a pretty good 7.5 to 8 out of 10. Now, I would like to talk about Hydra. I know, yet again, we're not talking about our main man yet, but this, I feel, is a bit important, because Hydra becomes very important in Bucky's story. Um, Even more, almost more important than Steve, actually. So, Hydra in this movie is set up. This is Hydra's main appearance, um, main first appearance, anyway, and this is where Hydra really, um, gets to shine. So, basically, um, let's see, hold on, I need to find, I need to figure out a way how to say this without getting flagged. Big, bad, must-broom, mustache man from Germany because this is set, um, in World War II goodness times. Yay! Um, and please note that when I say goodness times and the yay, that is a heavy amount of sarcasm. Nothing was okay about any of this. Um, I'm just trying to liven up the mood a little bit, but, um, anyways, so big bad broom stash, um, man from Germany. Um, and his gang, um, one of his members, um, who is, um, I forget his name now. I watched the movie, like, 30 minutes ago. How did I already forget his name? Uh But either way, there's this uh, fictional character in the movie, um, who is the Red Skull, basically, and um, this guy creates Hydra. Now, um, Hydra was originally meant to be a, um, a science, it was originally based in science, it was meant to be, you know, deep science research facility, um, deep research, that's what they call it in the movie, it was a deep research facility, and um, the Red Skull, Main main guy leading the facility, um, him and his scientists, you know, they're working on stuff with the tesseract. You know, they found the tesseract, ooh, space stone, um, found the tesseract, and they take the tesseract, and they're like, ooh, um. <laughs> But yeah, and they create weapons with it and everything like that, and then later on in the movie, the Red Skull is revealed to have taken an early form of the Super Soldier Serum, turning him into the Red Skull because it amplified his McBad evilness. And also, um, with Hydra and everything, decided to split off from Big Bad broomstash Man's from Germany's gang, in order to become their own thing, basically abandoning aforementioned dude and his gang, and becoming their own super evil organization, with the Red Skull, of course, you know, like I said, being their leader. Um, now, in the movie itself, this doesn't last long, however, the Red Skull ends up getting quote-unquote killed by the Tesseract, um, having held it in his hand, um, which, if any of you have any knowledge of the Infinity Stones, is a bad, bad, no, no, don't do that, little human person, um, but, yes, yeah, so, yeah, so, overall, bad guy. So, Hydra is this deep research team founded by somebody who was dubbed crazy, and, you know, basically split off from, well, the big bad of World War II. So, yeah. They're not the good guys. Um, Yet again, I'm sorry. I'm talking slow and everything like that. I just, I really, for as much as I just want to go out and say the words, I also don't want to get flagged and taken down. Um for anything, simply because, like, this is what happened in the movie. This- this is what happened in the movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, that's what Hydra is, you know, they've got their symbol, and, um, I find this funny. Hydra's symbol looks to be more of, like, a skull with octopus tentacles than of an actual, like, Hydra from Mythical Legend, which I find to be hilarious, like- It's all, it's all hail Hydra. No, 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 it's octopus. (laughs) It's not all hail Hydra, it's octopus. Um, The reason why I say this is because there was a meme on it, and it was just all hail octopus. So, yeah, I found that to be funny. But anyways, so yeah, so why is Hydra important? Well, from my current understanding, is that Hydra are the ones who end up stealing Bucky Barnes. Now, hold on a second. How did that happen? Well, let me do a little recap on Bucky Barnes' part in the movie. That's right, we're finally getting to the good stuff, baby! So, yeah, so the movie starts, you know, Steve's trying to get into the army, blah, blah, blah. He ends up getting beat up by some dude. Um, Bucky Barnes magically appears Um, not actually, though. No magic is used. He just knows. Internally, he just knows when Steve is in trouble. He's got a Steve sense, you see. Um, it's not actually talked about in the movie, but it's this wild phenomenon where he can sense when Steve is being stupid. Um, (laughs) or being a silly little blonde boy. Um... But yeah, so Bucky ends up punching and basically chasing off the dude. Um, Bucky and Steve have a moment. Steve's all like, I wanna join the army, I wanna be big tough big tough boy, wanna wanna save the people. And Bucky's all like Yeah, but you will literally die if you inhale too much dust. And the battlefields are known for being very dusty. So, you know, Steve's sad. Um Bucky tries to cheer him up. They go to the Stark Expo. Not Tony, but Howard. Yes, <laughs> we get to see a lot of Howard Stark in this movie. He's actually pretty funny. Um, nothing like his, his son, though. Not not really, anyway. Um, but yeah, so um, Bucky ends up getting them both a double date, but that doesn't last long because Steve, in his infinite wisdom, just like speed walks away when Bucky isn't paying attention. Poor Bucky. There's throughout the whole entire time, whenever Bucky was on screen, I was like, oh my beautiful, my beautiful baby boy. I, I don't know why. I've bec- I've suddenly become attached to Bucky. Incredibly so. But anyway <laughs> oh. Um But anyway, so yeah, the blonde boy's missing blonde boy goes off to have his adventures and we do not see Bucky the entire time. I thought we'd at least get a glimpse of him once, but no. No, we do not. So anyways, fast forward to when Bucky is captured. Oh no, but initially Steve doesn't know this, having been told that it's most likely Bucky's dead, but he cannot give up on his friend, nor can he give up on all of the other people who have been captured, so he goes to save them. He ends up finding Mucky, who is strapped to a table, apparently looking like he had been tortured, mumbling to himself, the poor man, invisibly shaking and um, with his eyes firmly wide open, this poor boy, but the movie just glosses over all of that because, well... This is about Steve, not Bucky Dharma, but I want it to be about Bucky! Uh uh-huh. Wanna go to Bucky's with Bucky! Does anybody know what Bucky's is? It's a gas station the size of Walmart. That's what it is. And it basically is Walmart, but with, like, the best bathrooms ever invented by humankind. Now you know. But anyways, so... <laughs> anyways... So, uh, moving on from that incredibly hilarious joke that I had to explain. um, (laughs) uh, We move on. Steve saves Bucky. Um, It appears at first that they didn't make it out of the exploding building, but they did, so it's fine. They come back, and then um, Steve assembles his little team of peoples and brings Bucky along. Yay, Bucky! Um... (laughs) Literally every time Bucky came on screen, I was like, "Yay, Bucky!" Uh, he was—he was the only guy I wanted to see. Yet again, I like Steve. It's just I—I I was very focused on on the objective. But anyways, so Bucky, um, Bucky ends up being a part of Steve's team. You know, they talk and everything. And yet again, there are a lot of cute moments and jokes thrown in there. It's just I can't go over all of them because one. I don't remember, and, um, two, they're not important to Bucky's overall story, other than, uh, I- other than establishing him as the most adorable baby boy who must be protected at all costs, that is it, <laughs> that, that, that's all, that's it, uh, but anyway, so yeah, so Bucky ends up going on this mission, I'm, goes on tons of missions, actually, um, with Steve, until something goes wrong, because, yes. The movie said yes, and I said no, because I knew this was coming. So, the train scene. Arguably the most important scene for Bucky in the entire movie. Up till this point, he's just been established as a little oo-woo baby boy with a little bitty stubble-wubble, but now... <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Um, but... But now it's time for him to shine in the worst way, so um, we end up on this train, in this train scene. uh Bucky gets stuck in one car, Steve is stuck in the other. they're each facing their own bad guys, and while Bucky is doing pretty okay, Steve is struggling a little bit, but Steve ends up quote unquote knocking out his opponent. This will be important in about five seconds. Um, And then Pry ends up opening up the door, going and helping Bucky, shooting down Bucky's assailants. But now the other guy that Steve had been fighting ends up blowing up the side of the train car. Um, Bucky ends up flying, and so does the shield. Um, Steve ends up grabbing the shield and um, actually knocking out their assailant. Um, This time, the guy who blew everything up. And Bucky is hanging on this metal sheet um, on the side of the train. Barely able to hold on as Steve goes to go save him. But Bucky ends up dropping to his death. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. But we end up finding out, not in this movie, possibly in the end credits scene, Um, Disney Plus was being mean to me, so I didn't actually get to see the end credits scene. But uh, either way, um, at some point later on, we end up finding out that Bucky's actually alive somehow. I don't really know how he lived, though. That was a pretty long drop. But yeah, so obviously this is the last time in the movie we see Bucky, because like I said, you know, throughout the rest of the actual movie itself, we don't, We don't hear that Bucky's alive. We don't see anything, things like that. He's just gone. He's just gone. So, yeah, so that's all of the important stuff. Like I said, I felt like talking about Hydra because they're going to be important later to Bucky's story. Um, Figured I'd give you all the rundown, um, the research team, all that good stuff. But, yeah, so that's basically it for Captain America, the first Avenger. Like I said, though, I, I, I could, you know, I suppose I could have done a plot summary on it, but it's just- it's two hours long, and I'm tired, and I've got laundry to do, so I don't- I don't have time. (laughs) I say that, but I just spend all day drawing. (laughs) No, don't look at me. I'm drawing. Um, But anyways, so yeah, so that's all in this movie, anyway. Now, um, next week, I'm gonna be- What what's the next? It's Captain America. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Is that the actual name of the next Captain America movie? I don't remember. I don't remember. This series is going to be long, isn't it? Well, I hope you all are ready for the ride because it seems like I'm going to be doing this for a little while. But that's okay. I actually really enjoyed my time. Like I said, I enjoyed the movie a lot better this time around than the last time. But anyways, so if you like me and you want to you want to see more from me, then go ahead and follow this podcast channel. That way you don't miss out on the rest of this saga is saga. Um <laughs> and um this character that I feel you know, doesn't get enough love, I know he got, he somewhat got his own show, but I just, I feel like we don't love this guy enough, so, and Sebastian Stan, he's a, he's a fine man, so, (laughs) Uh, seems like a pretty, pretty funny dude, to be honest, so, yeah, um, if you wouldn't mind following me here, like I said, just so you can catch the next one, Um, if you haven't already, listen to the last, um, episode, the, um, the first episode on the Winter Soldier Saga that should fill you in a little bit more on my understanding, anyway, of who the Winter Soldier is and everything like that, and I will see you all in the next one!